I want to get out of this chair. You, it's comfortable. I'm sure it is. You gotta. Get, you have to leave the chair. You have to go to the floor zone. Because we're real podcasters here. Real podcasters sit on the floor uh, like adults. Studios. It's a. It's a studio. It, it has a microphone and it has chairs. The chairs are pillows. See, I did the thing that you did. You do for every episode where you wear way too tight pants instead of comfortable pants. So now, like sitting on the floor with my legs bent is uh uncomfortable yeah yes yeah, i'm actually doing that right now yeah. like i'm always like oh i'll wear jeans for the right <laughs> this is my home yeah i don't need to be wearing real pants or shoes why am i wearing shoes that's absolutely insane i, I took my shoes off at least yeah well that's that's where we are um so let's let's enter this podcast i think what we should do just to kick it off is is just update our listeners on our um pumpkin situation i think first we need to update that we uh we are not being consistent. Here. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. We should apologize. We're psycho people who are busy all the fucking time and have barely enough time to do this in the winter because I don't know why. Okay, everyone knows the winter gets stupid for everyone because yeah. it's like, oh, Thanksgiving, oh, December. The whole month of December is basically shot for everyone all yeah. the time. So that's kind of where we are. And yeah, we've been doing like biweekly instead of weekly. Um, we have a plan for this. Our plan is that you will have this episode. It will come out on the. 17th of this month and then you will get another episode a uh, holiday themed episode on the 24th that sounds yeah, right to me over there. and then um then we're gonna take a brief hiatus while we uh figure this shit out in the post-holiday new year's realm and then we're gonna return mid-january with some episodes and at that point we should hopefully be weekly again yes now back to the pumpkin thing oh yeah so we talked about this in a previous episode that we have some pumpkins. They've been sitting on the back porch for a while. and uh, Since like mid-October, I mi- think. Mid-October. It's mid-December. Now, I think we touched on last time that we were pretty sure that they were going to freeze and then become pristine and stay that way all winter. They didn't. They didn't. Because <laughs> global warming happened and we got like three different 40 degree days and today it was like 45 almost 50. It was goddamn balmy out there. Yeah. And uh, let's just say these pumpkins are thawed fully and also extremely rotten. So, uh, yeah. squishy. The word the word to describe them would be soft. Jiggly. Jiggly. Squish. Uh, yeah, so that's, um, they became a problem. Now, we, we did very confidently say on this podcast they would not be a problem. They became a problem. They became a problem. We were, we were liars. We have to apologize. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think you're getting those seeds out of there. No, the the seeds that I thought would be tasty and edible, uh, no, no, no. There, there is a blackness from yes. within these pumpkins that should not be. Uh, so that's that's where we are with those. In case anyone was curious about the pumpkin mm-hmm. situation, well, it's pertinent information. It's yeah, it's very important. Now, now, one of the pumpkins has been disposed of. Yes, um, I lobbed it into a garbage can, and it uh, shot air out of it when I threw it, so it almost exploded in my hands. Yep, that's gross. Uh, now, the other one is actually so soft, we haven't really... Uh, you can't move it. We don't know what to do with that one yet. So we that's, need a shovel. We need a shovel. A shovel feels like the right tool for this. We have no shovel. No. My other thought was, like, if we slid a cardboard box under there, but I don't think a cardboard box would be strong enough to support the weight of this fucking mm-hmm. pumpkin. It's huge. So we just, we got a problem, is yeah. what we're telling you. And, uh, you know, if anyone has any suggestions, please let us know, because there is still one extremely rotten pumpkin slowly flattening on the back porch that we don't know how to remove at this point. And it's going to get cold again, so it's going to freeze wait, solid. Wait, is that the solution? You wait until it freezes solid and then pick it up and remove it as one Maybe. big chunk? Cause it's but like what hard? if it sticks to the ground? What Easily could happen. To the There's a lot of moisture under it for some yeah. reason, which is very gross. Uh, yeah, we got a problem. 
So this is our podcast. Yeah. This is item get. We talk about video game items. How how that was? Know. I think that was like our longest intro. That was like a solid. We had three a lot minutes. of information to give to the people. Yeah. Pumpkins, I, and also we've been very shitty about putting out the podcast regularly. Yes. Who are we? Item get. Wait, our names. Right. Uh, I am. Nork. Nork. Okay. Hi, Nork. I'm Mike. Fuck! <laughs> that was the best one I had. I, I couldn't think of anything that started with an N. I'm blanking on it now, too, but I think there's tons of things that start, start with, with an N. There's probably like a lot of words. I think that we in the English language have a lot of words Speaking for that. of tons of things that go under a single letter, little hint hint to our uh, holiday podcast. I don't get it. The... I don't get the hint. You'll You'll see when we get there. Okay, alright. We have a holiday <laughs> podcast planned. That's a, that's a, no, what's the opposite of a callback? For, for Foreshadowing. Foreshadowing? We're, yeah. We're, yeah, we're dropping a some leak. hints. We're leaking hints. We're leaking information. We're leaking a and lot And we're of really things. sneaky about it, and nobody knows that we're the ones doing it. Exactly. Yes, yes. that's correct. Alright. What, what are we talking about today, though? Yeah, today's more important. I and... think it's beer, because we're a beer podcast. Oh, fuck, we didn't even do that. God, we're really <laughs> fucking meandering this intro. Let's talk about these beers. What do you got, Mike? I have got a Sagatuck Brewing Neapolitan Milk Stout. Uh, it's creamy. It's delicious. It's made in Michigan. 6%. It's it's creamy and chocolatey. I wouldn't say strawberry, but it's... Just a hint of it. Yeah, it's got some, some fruitiness, I guess, to it. It... it... Tries to emulate the ice cream, Neapolitan ice cream. Does it do it perfectly? No. Is it pretty good? Yes. I'd say it's more of a smell of strawberry and then a taste of chocolate and cream. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds right to me. Let me tell you about what I've got here. It's uh, made by Goose Island. Uh, that's a Chicago thing. We have an island, actually, in our river called Goose Island. There's a, there's a brewery there. I think they're owned by Budweiser now, actually, unfortunately. Yeah, the whole island is that plant and then just rampant geese everywhere that sounds right to me i yeah. i don't know enough to debate that one um that sounds <laughs> correct so uh this one is a goose island bourbon county stout and it is a stout aged in bourbon barrels they put out one of these every year they're in kind of like a fancier bottle than average that has like actual like glass you know engraved word lettering on like the shit is that engraved or stamping i think that's stamping, is that stamping? i don't know what the word is for when it's the opposite of engraved yeah it, when it uh, comes out What's that? What's the word for that? Be- bezel? Bevel? Bevel? No, we're, just, we're just making up on yeah. the now. Um, anyway, it, it is a, uh, it's a specialty thing they do. They do them once a year. They do a couple, like, varieties of them. They have, like, a fancy-looking label. And um, they're not fucking around, because this is a 14.7% beer. So I'm going to sip this one so I don't die. Yeah, you can't, um, can't get to that 0.37. Oh, yeah, you'll die at 0.37. Yeah, you will. I don't think that's true, but... I, I, Somewhere around there. You, you could. I mean, if you're an old man or a, a baby. What's the legal limit? 0. 0.08? Yeah. So, I mean, really anything above one is probably getting pretty Yeah, bad. I think pe- people who are above one go, like, for alcohol poisoning to the hospital. Yeah, I mean, you're you're getting there. You're working yeah. your way in. Above two, for sure. Three? That's hospital zone right yeah. there. Well, thanks for listening to Item Get, this podcast about beers. Yeah, that's all we had to say on beers because we don't know that much about them. (laughs) I know, I drink them and some of them taste good. Yeah, that's really, is that, do you need to know anything else? Not really. Exactly. All right, let's talk about the real thing we're talking about, which is video game items from a game that everyone knows and loves. Maybe, maybe not. Well, a series. 
of games. Yeah. Yes. A series of games everyone knows and loves, maybe. Yes. Probably the, the one of the series that I think this and Croc were the two like video games that really solidified my career playing video games. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, so uh, this is Spyro. Mm-hmm. So the, the dragon would well, be... Well, Spyro the, the dragon, Spyro Ripto's Rage, and you're well, but dragon. He, but he is a dragon. He is a dragon. That would be like his title. Yeah. Like you're like Mike the human. I don't think anyone calls you that. No. No, that doesn't sound right. Sometimes they call me a bicycle, but... A tricycle? Yeah, or a unicycle. Unicycle. <laughs> <laughs> now that's a callback now that's a callback right there listen to our other episodes do uh, it so spyro is a purple dragon yes. who solves mysteries i think with... he more fixes problems okay yeah that sounds more right uh so he fixes problems with his pals yeah who exist and um i mean he uh jumps and breathes fire he glides. He too. runs. He, he dashes. Yeah. He has several several attributes that one would expect and from a dragon. Activision just redid the games in a three on one disc original trilogy of Spyro called Spyro Reignited, and it is fucking amazing. I played through the whole thing. I hundred percented all three games in probably week and a half i think i don't know you went to your room and you didn't come out yes is what we can say about yes. that whole thing um i was you know i could hear you yelling at it sometimes you know through <sighs> the floorboards those flying levels man they're fuck yeah they're, they were always fuck and they continue to be fuck apparently um but you know it's a it's a classic title from the late 90s and uh we're, i mean as far as like 3d platformers go it was kind of one of them you know there, there weren't yeah. They were popular at the time, but there weren't a lot that kind of solidified their names, you know? And this is definitely one of the ones that did. I would say in terms of, like, puzzles and stuff, it's original. It's like on par with some of the 3D Marios. Not quite as iconic or as, like, intricate as those, but it just didn't have the, like, the, the controller reliability in the first iteration of, yeah. at least definitely the first game, a little bit of the second game that mario had and that's why it didn't do as well but i mean it's still a huge iconic series that a lot of people know yeah no i think generally speaking uh people like people like spyro yeah now do people like skylanders that had spyro in it and it was all weird i don't know children did i i really only recognize the original three as the main canon like, to spyro, spyro game. yeah the, the skylander shit like is a, is a deviation off but i don't know why they chose to use that property for it and they like retcon shit in the other games like there's a, a game boy game and oh, know, there a bunch was. Of, yeah, yeah there was a bunch of weird shit that they put out to try to like expand it and it just didn't pick up wasn't traction. landing yeah. yeah i don't um, know why skylanders tried to do spyro because like they wanted to be relevant to, like, modern kids, and, like, yeah. no one, no no children, like, right now, like, eight and under would know what Spyro is. Yeah. If it weren't for Skyland. Like, they tried to, like, yeah. bring it back, but, like, why bother? Why not just make something new? Right. Because they were just making one of those fucking toy-based games, which, like, you're gonna sell a bunch of toys because kids are stupid. Honestly, like, I, I like to, I like to touch plastic, you know? See, I think we all do. My, my problem with it is, like, the difference between that and Amiibo is, like, Amiibo are the same price as Skylanders things, and higher they're quality way managers. higher quality. Yeah. Like, huge difference in quality. That's true. Do you remember there was that, uh, like, Disney Marvel one? Oh, yeah, what the, the like, fuck was fighting that called? one. Infinity? No. Maybe. I so don't know. So, they have expanded one. Disney no Universe. Idea. Those were actually really good quality miniatures. 
they had like a nice matte finish and they like had a really good look to them but uh th- those guys like yeah disney infinity disney infinity. i think Marvel. they discontinued it but the the actual figure quality was quite good mm-hmm. uh skylanders on the other hand not so good it's not what we're here to talk about but uh i think what we're saying is spyro was better kind of as a core concept didn't really expand great yeah and we're going to talk about that core concept here today when we talk about items yes mostly. i think the, the last thing i want to touch on about the original series is the way that activision remade it for reignited they did a perfect job of like fixing the shit that didn't work right and making it something new enough to where it was a different experience from the first time i played the game but staying so true to the art style and the actual feel of the original trilogy like it was just god goddamn good i mean good i didn't job. play it like i'm gonna be real here i don't own a console so I, I did not play the reignited trilogy but i've seen it and like they took the original art which was very very polygonal like we're talking this was some playstation, PlayStation one, one and shit. Two, yeah like, they didn't have very many polygons to work with. Everything looked like a muddy triangle, basically. Yeah. And they, they took that, they took those, those those visuals, those animations, and they updated them in a way that, like, looks good now, but doesn't deviate from the feel that the original was trying to convey. I think a lot of times the problem with remakes is they deviate from the essence of the original. It's not that they necessarily change, like, anything in terms of, like, the story or mm-hmm. the concept, but, like, they don't nail the essence. When I saw the animations and the characters and, like, what they did, it just felt like an improvement upon the original concept, yeah. not a deviation from it. And I think that's a good thing to do with your remakes. Yeah, the, like, the way that Dash works works the same way as it does in the original game. It's just an updated animation and it looks more smooth. Yes. Yeah. It doesn't act any differently. The controls are slightly better, but it's still kind of uncontrollable and it's still the same Spyro. Yeah, that's what you want to see in these remakes. So yeah. let's hop into some items because that's what we're supposed to be doing. Yeah, I mean, I could talk. Not about just getting excited Spyro about remakes. Yeah, we like Spyro. Yeah. We we in this house we like Spyro. We apparently hate Gex, according to Mike. Yeah. I think Gex is all right. We're split on Banjo Kazooie. Wait, what was our split? Brian doesn't like Banjo Kazooie. Oh, I like Banjo Kazooie. I love okay. Banjo Kazooie. I wouldn't great. say I love it. I'd say like it's all right. Um, I'm big into Croc. Thumbs up, Croc. Oh, Croc uh, is great. But again, I like Crash Bandicoot, and you're kind of eh on Crash Bandicoot. Yeah. So that's kind of like we got we got opinions on these '90s yes. platformers, 3D platformers. Let's we should do a Crash Bandicoot episode. Yeah, that'd be great. He had he had nitroglycerin as like a core item, which is really fucked up and weird. Yeah. So Spyro. Spyro. What item are we talking about first? Let's let's talk about how you heal in Spyro. So now. This is uh this is an interesting concept. Let's uh let's let's first get into what it is. It's uh you you eat some butterflies to regain health. But in the game, when you take damage, you don't like get beat up. You have a little dragonfly friend that follows you around and changes colors corresponding to how much damage you've taken, being yellow as highest, then blue and then green and then gone. And if you get hit when he's gone, you die. But you die in the game, you die for real. You, you, you die when, like, I, I don't get, I still don't get how that's healing, because <laughs> you're the, getting The dragonfly hit. is the one that's improving his situation, not yeah. you. Um, so he's eating, what is he eating? What is the item in question? He eats some butterflies. I have a question on this. We, we, we said we didn't want living things to be items, but this is considered an item in the Spyro universe. These are, yes. these butterflies are items, but like... They're alive, I think. So, I would say that the actual item 
is the butterfly jars because those are the like they give you an extra life there's blue butterflies that you can find just sitting in jars on the ground and they give you an extra life and bring your health back to full when your dragonfly eats them but they're also like single heal dragonfly or butterflies that you can eat that will just give you a little bit of health and not an extra life but the other weird concept about this is how you obtain those butterflies being that you have fodder enemies in each level that range from Crabs to starfish to sheep to sheep frogs. Sheep are the classic ones. Sheep are the classic ones because I mean, dragons burning sheep—that's tale as old as time. Yeah. But you you, you burn a sheep, and, it, and then it, a butterfly it, 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 comes it, it, it out of it. It emits a butterfly from its corpse, I guess. So I think uh, I think this is the like what we were talking about with how big dogs work, where it's like a, oh, a Russian nesting doll, doll and yeah, at yeah, the yeah. base there's a butterfly there. Okay, so you think that just to be clear, butterflies control everything. That deep down inside of every living creature, the soul of the creature, quote quote soul, is just a butterfly controlling that creature. Yeah, haven't you seen the butterfly effect? I'm pretty sure that's what that, that movie was, was the, about. 100% the point of that movie was that <laughs> deep inside all of us there is a butterfly controlling everything and that's yeah. that's the end of it. Yeah. It's all fucking butterflies. So, that's what we got here. Now, is a butterfly an item? I guess in this game kind of because it's your healing item yeah it's kind of alive that that kind of skirts our rule a little bit but uh we'll i think it's more of instead of it being you don't obtain an alive butterfly you obtain a food item that happens to be a butterfly because you never yes. actually like pick up the butterfly and then give it your dragonfly just eats it yeah, it's the the concept of food, I think, is, yes. is the item here. Yeah. And so you eat these fucking butterflies, your your dragonfly gets healthier, and for some reason that makes you, the dragon, healthier, mm-hmm. which, you know, uh, questionable. Now, the, the dragonfly's name is Sparks. Good name. And he is a dragonfly, which obviously the whole joke is that he has dragon in his name and you're a dragon. Like, yeah. that's the whole concept here. They didn't really think about it any further than that, clearly. Um, but he, uh, he's your buddy. Does he talk? Uh, in... Don't think he does in the first two, but in the third one, you have Sparks missions. Oh, you know what? Actually, I think he does in the the second one as well. Because when you go on the flying levels, it like pulls up a menu of like, do you want to do time attack or do you want to do the race here? It might only be in the third one. And then Sparks is like looking at you and just going. Oh, uh, so he talks like a like fly. a sim. Yeah, yeah. All right. I don't think that's what dragonflies say. No, I don't think they say anything. Well, I say like, a lot. maybe, like, some foaming of their mouth or, like, secretion of a fluid. I don't, I don't think they're very noisy bugs, really. They're, they're, no. I mean, I guess they make a buzzing noise when they're actively but flying. But that's with their wings, not their mouth. Yeah, it's not a mouth thing. It's definitely not, <laughs> it's not a mouth thing. Now, to be clear, though, they do eat all kinds of other bugs. Oh, like, yeah, the Like, the sure. whole butter, butterfly thing, like, yeah, yeah, I bet they eat those. Yeah. Um, I went out on the back porch one time, picked up a dragonfly, brought it inside, and did you know about this? Uh, no. You don't need to know about this. Um, but it, uh, I was like, oh, you poor little thing. Like, let me get you some food. I'm like, what do you eat? And it's like, meat, all meat. And I'm like, do you want some ham? <laughs> and it was like, no, I just wanted to be warmed up. And now that I'm happy, uh, I'm going to try to escape the prison <laughs> you put me in. And I'm like, I'm going to take you back outside. <laughs> Otherwise, uh, if I had not removed him, we would have had a dragonfly in our home. Probably oh, yeah. permanently. So yeah. that would have been a he's just a He's just a friend then. Friend friend that lives in our home. So yeah, no, they'll they'll eat. I mean, I try to feed him ham. So like maybe they eat ham. So what do these what do these butterflies look like? All right, so here's original game. <laughs> All right, so that is um, let me count the polygons on this. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 
11. There's probably like 11 total triangles on this uh, thing. Got about 11 tries. Maybe like, yeah. uh, you know, half that in polygons. And then here's the here's the, the, the one up. The life one. Is that from the original one? It's yeah, this is pretty from the chunky. One. It's pretty chunky. Uh, this is a jar. The jar is angular as hell. I mean, again, this is this is some PlayStation One shit. They didn't have a lot of polygons to work with. Right? Oh, and I love how the jar is absolutely hand drawn because you can see the angle of where the like jar comes to a slant is different on both sides of the bottle, and one is shorter than the other. Honestly, I think it is a three D model, not hand drawn. I just think that the person three D modeling it didn't use symmetry when they no. were modeling it. I think no, they just they sort just of threw went it for together. It. Like they were just sort of winging it by hand, and yeah. that's you know. I have questions. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you can get a butterfly. You can eat it. You can get a butterfly in a jar, and I guess save it for later and eat it then. Again, though, you don't you don't eat it. Your your no. pal your pal eats it. No, and honestly, maybe this is just like the magic of friendship is that your like little buddy gets healthier, and you just feel healthier like because you know that he's doing good. You're he, happy like, for him. He sprinkles healing like pollination on you. I don't think dragonflies are pollinators. Uh, well, that's what he does, because he's special. He's, a, spe- he's, he's got... a special dragonfly. He's full of healing pollen. He's... I think we can all agree. He's got that, like, he's got that glow to him. Because the whole thing about how your health works is it's supposed to be, like, they don't tell you right off the bat that yellow is highest, blue is middle, and then green is lowest. They say how bright he is. So how bright and lively he's looking is and how healthy you are. You're equating brightness and liveliness to how full of pollen he is. Yes. Well, because he's got that that stuff, and I mean, when he's he is like, fucking full of pollen, I think when he's green, his tail's all like slumped, and he's like hanging down, and he's like obviously tired. I don't think they did that in the original games. I think he was no, uh, that was for too, too, too yeah. few polygons no. to see that. But no way they would. Put that's that like that's a great in. thing they did in the yeah. better games, you know. That's uh, that's the type of like touch you like to see. Ooh, how um, about this art? That's some stuff right there. Okay, so we found some art that looks like it was drawn, and I, I don't want to shit talk someone, but it looks like it was drawn by someone who is in the realm of six to eight years old. Yes, and it is it is Spyro, and honestly, for a six to eight year old, it's pretty decent art. For an adult, it's it's not great. And it, he's it, he's got his little pal with him, and he's got a little bottle with a dragonfly. I mean, a butterfly in it. It looks like the art style they tried. They drew the shit that Napoleon Dynamite drew in that movie, which was sp- specifically supposed to be, like, shitty, like, high school teenager fan yes. art. It looks like that. Now, he has very, very big anime eyes for some reason, and I, am I seeing cat mouth on him? Does he have no, that little... No, that's his snout. Is that snout? His snout it's supposed to be, like, rendered? a 3D effect on the snout, but it, they just Yikes. missed it. Okay, that's not the best I've seen, but overall, it's actually not terrible. Yeah. Assuming this was drawn by someone under the age of 10... Over the age of ten, there is there's a little room for improvement. There's a there's a real signature on that. I don't think that's a a ten year old. No no no, ten year olds love to sign their art. That's something you but grow like, out of real fast. But like that nice. Uh, it's not very nice. I mean, I don't know. Can you zoom and enhance for uh, me? I don't think it's very good. Maybe. Um. Ah, oh, that is kind of nice. See, they got the like hook back right there. What was this copyright say? Don't read it out loud because it's someone's name. But, uh... Oh, this is someone with an Invader Zim username on DeviantArt. They have Invader as their start and then a, uh... You know, custom Invader name. Anyway... This might be someone who is above the age of 15. Let's stop talking about this. We're, we're just fucking oh, we're, turned apart this poor yeah. person's art. We're, um, we're way off track on we, this we've podcast. Really, we've really lost it. Um, okay, so the butterflies. Uh, anything else to say about them? 
Nope, one's yellow, one's blue. They give you health. Uh, I'd like to throw out that we we discussed previously um, Dead Space as being one of the games that eliminates the UI for health Ooh, and inter- integrates it into you. This is kind of like that a little bit. Yeah, it's You're separated not... from the character, but it is still a diegetic part of the game. Yeah, you can see it. You can perceive it. You know where your health is based on this dragonfly, but it's not like a fucking shitty UI element. You know, they've they've built it in a little bit better. Yeah. I like that. Mm-hmm. Thumbs up. Let's move on. What's this nice one we got? We got rockets. <laughs> now, I'm going to have to assume, based on our outline here, that you wrote this description for these rockets. Oh, I sure did. Because it's written like train of thought style. And let me read to you what Mike has written here. Mike <laughs> I wrote, really, I really did some research on this one. Mike wrote rockets. They are rockets. <laughs> you eat them and then spit them at enemies. Somehow they fly perfectly straight and also turn on jet boost when they leave your mouth. <laughs> so that's what we got I, for rockets. I don't know if there's a better description of what these things are, because that is exactly what they do. Uh, you know, yes, you are correct. Everything about this is accurate. I'm sure someone wrote a fancier sounding description. But, yeah. Uh, this not is not on the wiki. Not on the wiki. They sure didn't. Why would they not? What does the wiki say? There Some is, bullshit? There actually is no wiki for that specific thing. Because it's not like a pick upable item. It's like a thing you you pick up in your mouth off the ground and you and shoot then it and then it respawns. Yeah. It's like a rock on the ground. Yeah, you're right. So that's... Well, fuck. See, they failed us. But the problem with it is they're like a central part of the game. They're used in Ripto's Rage for like two of the three boss fights that are in that game. You know, they're, they're somewhat notable. I, I'm shocked they're not on there. Mm-hmm. Are they called something other than rockets? No, so even when I was looking up rockets to see if I could find like images of it and whatever, I would get the firework rockets that were in the first game that you would flame, and then they would shoot off and land and blow up a chest that you couldn't, like, break by yourself. It was like, you had to explode this chest to open it, so you set off the firework that's somewhere else. I don't think it was until Ripto's Rage and Year of the Dragon that they even added the spit rocket. picking up the, like, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, they, uh, I I still don't think I've been able to find a, uh, like a, a, an in-game picture of one just, like, sitting on the ground that somebody picked up. Oh, that's great. Can't, can't wait to fucking try to draw these in a minute. I, uh, I can pull up the game and let you, you see it on Yeah, game, can, I, can, I, can I get a look at one of these things? Because yeah. I do have to draw them, and I really don't know what they look like off the top of my head. So, I'm picturing me, a me, rocket. It's, it's, alright, so... <laughs> I remember. If you, it's, like, the shape of an igloo, but taller and skinnier. And then you put three, so it's that silver with a red, like, dome-topped tip, and then three red tiny fins. Okay, you're just describing a rocket. Why was an igloo ever part of your fucking metaphor? (laughs) What? Where the fuck is an igloo put? You mean it's rounded on the top is what you're trying to say, but, like, why are you saying igloo? Because it's, it's weird and, like, fat and stumpy. It's like... The tip, it's like the actual bullet part of a bullet without the casing, but then with just, like, fins on the side. It's completely flat on the bottom and, like, super wide cylindrically. It doesn't taper off anywhere or do anything. I, I guess, alright, I, I guess. And it's got a wick on it, coming out the side. Alright, I, Igloo's still kind of a weird one, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna roll with it. Fine. Now let me ask you this. 
Spyro, the dragon, he can breathe fire mm-hmm. out of his mouth. Is that how he's lighting them off? Is he using his fire breath to light? Because he's carrying them in his mouth because he doesn't have opposable thumbs. Now, what's weird is that the adult dragons appear to have opposable digits when they get older. Oh, yeah, they're, like, holding on to shit and, like, they, playing instruments well, and shit. One of them was, like, an artist. He had, like, a fucking paintbrush and shit. Like, they have opposable digits. Now, Spyro looks like a fucking dog. He has no opposable digits. He walks on four legs and doesn't use his hands for a lot. Oh, yeah, every other dragon is bipedal as well. Do you think that they become bipedal as they age? Maybe. Maybe he's just got, like, some T-Rex arm syndrome. But, like, even the... Is Spyro deformed? (laughs) Is he, like, not normal for dragons? The way they rendered his body, like, he has the dog-shaped hind leg that's meant for leaning forward on all fours and running really fast. Now, the adult dragons, do they have that? No, I mean they got like big gold dragon legs, but they they don't have uh they, they don't have dog legs. Yeah, that's weird. Um, yeah, no, I, I do kind of question is this kind of like a, a a Goofy versus Pluto situation where you've got like one type of dog and then one type of like lesser dog. Yeah, <laughs> is Spyro like the lesser dragon compared to his peers? Yeah, he's the the less anthropomorphic dragon. Now all of his buddies, you've got um the cheetah he hangs out with, right? Yes. You've got the, uh, the girl that's like a What the fawn. fuck is his name? Hunter. I was going to say Chester. <laughs> you know, like yep, cheetahs. Chester the cheetah. Well, you know, like the cheetahs. Also, I think, is is he a cheetah che- or is he a leopard? I think he's a leopard. He could be anything. I'm just thinking about the, the, the fucking cheetah that sells me cheetahs. Yes. That's what I'm thinking of. Anyway, yeah, his name's not Chester. What was it? Hunter. Uh, Hunter. Hunter. Hunter the cat man, and you have, um, what's her name? The fawn girl. She's like a little, like, uh. Her name is. She's like a little deer lady. They walk around on two legs. You've got money bags. Now, he appears to be a bear. Yes, he is definitely a bear. He sells you. Alora, that's her name. Alora the fawn. Okay, again, two legs. We're talking walks upright. Um, money bags walks upright. Yeah. Name one other character who walks on four legs besides Spyro. Other than, like, fodder, like, sheep. No, even all the, like, the level characters that are, like, different animals from different dimensions, they all walk on two feet. Spyro is a lesser being. He's a lesser being. This is, it's canonical. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, does he grow up to be a dragon that can walk on two legs? I doubt it if you start, like, walking on all four legs. Like, you're not going to get better at that. So, looking, looking up what uh the fawn's name was i think if you want to see the biggest difference between the new spiral and the old spiral in terms oh, of her? like polygon look at her because it is like a night and day fucking difference of where video game she graphics used to gone. look like a mass of flesh and polygons yes like we're talking uh she did have eyeshadow previously and it was made of a, a very small number of pixels and her yeah. her torso was kind of just a triangle I mean, like, nothing here is good. It also looks like they drew her eyes on a flat surface and then just pulled the center of the polygon out to create, like, a depth effect so her eyes are all stretched out. Oh, yeah. Actually, I've done some of that 3D modeling. When you do a texture map, if you're not careful about it, it it tends to stretch based on the other geometry. And in the original version, it kind of looks like one, minimum one, maybe two of her eyes stretched a little bit on her nose because they didn't compensate for that geometry very well. Yep. Now, the new one, she looks great. She uh, looks excellent. Now, 
I don't mean to fucking bring our podcast back to this all the time, but I am confident there is porn of her, the new her. Because the new her is just unusually sexy. That's actually kind of a theme with the new the new game, the Reignited Trilogy, is that they made all of the characters slightly too attractive. Oh yeah, this even game the was dragons. Made, this game was made by, by furries, and... Like it's obvious now. Now you've you've searched for porn of Spyro fucking this girl, and there is well, I just, evidently a lot of it. Yeah, and uh, this this one right here—that's what we're seeing him look like if he was closer to a uh, a, a, a an anthropomorphic. Yeah, form. no, the people have kind of taken some liberties. Like um, in reality, if he was fucking her, it would be like a dog fucking a human woman. Yeah, because he is—he has four legs. He's not human. He's not humanoid. Even he's. He's like a dog. Oh, look, they did the, like, the actual game pose where she, Where like, she, like, leans her head over yeah. all cute, except yeah. they made that into porn. Yeah, it's, you got a whole booty shot. I'll, I'll give you that Actually, there's not, hold like, on. a pussy coming this out is of it. The, this is labeled as the safe-for-work version. There's yeah. another version where they drew the pussy in. Yeah, I would imagine. So there you have it. Um, yeah, no, she, she, they made her, they went from her being, like, possibly fuckable, but, like, she's too few polygons for you to know. To mm-hmm. being okay, I'm Mike. We can't even discuss this on the podcast. <laughs> this but you've, one, pull, like... you've pulled up an image we can't talk about, Mike. <laughs> All right, let's 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 just dive right back into Spyro. Let's that. go back to the next item. We can't talk about what you just showed me. <laughs> so yeah, rockets. You you spit them. They they blow up chests you know, and enemies. You light them on fire with your mouth. Yes, that was my main point. Yeah, I don't know where we went with that, but like not to it a good got place. to porn. It got to porn as we do. Um, so next item. Let's go. It is dragon eggs. The quest item of the third game. They're important. They're very important. You need these because they're probably relevant to the survival of your species, I'm guessing. The the cool thing I actually found out I didn't know when I was looking up the research of the lore around this is it said that the dragon eggs are delivered to the dragon realms by fairies and only hatch on the year of the dragon. Something that is accompanied by a large celebration called the Year of the Dragon Festival. So they're taking like a, a stork's ideological, or ideology of how babies happen. Where it's just like the dragons wait for the fairies to bring these more magical dragons to bring magic into the universe or no, something. No, you're telling me that, so wait, wait, by that logic, the stork is basically a, a euphemism for fucking. It's to say that yeah. fucking isn't happening. In the dragon world, they're not ever fucking. The the fairies just show up with more dragons, and that's the end of it. Yeah. Also, I kind of a weird don't, world. I don't know about the eggs in the third one because I think there are some female named eggs in the third one. But in the first one, I'm fairly certain that every single dragon you saved was a a male dragon. I am almost positive that is accurate. Yeah. Yes, they were predominantly yeah, male. Yeah, there might have been else. one or two, but, like, mostly male. They, they were dudes. And again, I just need to stress, when they did the new trilogy, they made them really, really sexy for yeah. some reason. All the dudes, and, like, sexy from, like, a, if you're a furry, and you're a gay furry into dudes, these are your jam, I'm oh, guessing. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, this is, this is just choice shit. So they really did that a lot. Um, I don't remember there being any ladies, though. No. There's definitely ladies in the dragon so, eggs. So the dragon eggs look, they're, they they look like a regular style, almost like a Pokemon style egg, but a little more light and brushed than specifically, like, hard color changes. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, they're like white with some purple and pink spots on them, and they crack open. And when you get them, they like, 
you pick up the egg and then it cracks open and a baby dragon pops out and it does a little thing and then it teleports off into the distance. Where's it going? I don't, you don't need to worry about that because you already collected it. That's what the important part is that you collected it. And they come immediately out of the egg knowing how to like do a little dance and they like put on a little show for you or like snap at you. Which is bizarre because that implies they've somehow like obtained this cultural knowledge while in the egg, which is. Also, they were perfectly ready to hatch as soon as you found them. Does that mean they were just like on the brink of hatching until you found like? I think they're just waiting for you to find them. And then what if like, you didn't hey. find one? What if this is like fucking like Easter and you just missed an egg hidden like mm-hmm. you know too well under a bush? Does it just you know just wait? Like what's the? I don't think those are the existential questions we can answer on this podcast. We probably can't answer that one. That was probably a little too deep for this podcast. So now, but, uh... also what I've done here is I had uh, I went through all the names of the hundred and fifty different dragons you rescue. And uh, I I pulled out some some good ones. Now, when yeah. you say dragon, you mean eggs? These yes. Are, these are, they come well, out. They come out of the egg with a name already. Yes, they come out of the name with. The... So they can dance and have a name yes. upon birth. Yes. The moment they enter this fucking mortal realm, yeah. they've got this shit going. Okay, that's so let's great. let's let's read off some of these. Some 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 not too bad ones right off the bat. We got Coltrane, of course, and Ricky with two K's and two I's, like, like Ricky Tiki Tavi. Yes. Yes. Okay. We've got. Tater, mm-hmm. Nan, mm-hmm. Mingus. Okay, that, I have questions, but all right. Shemp, Siegfried, and Roy are both found on one level together. Mm, figures. Uh, B-A apostrophe A-H, ba is, is this a sheep joke? Because you murder sheep a lot? I, like, I, I, I don't, don't know. I really don't. Uh, noodles, Moe, and the twins are ying, yin and yang. Now, let me just go back for a second. Are you sure it's Moe, or do you think it's Mo? Are you just saying I it like you're it a fucking weeb? I just want it to be Moe. You I want, think it should be Moe. You, I know you want that, but is, is it Mo, maybe? Maybe, because I feel like it was more common to spell Mo, M-O-E, instead of just M-O. Yeah. Like, in the past. typical, but I, mean, I, do, I do kind of want it to be Moe, Yeah, I, I really hope The dragon Moe. named Moe. Yes. But, uh, Mingus. Let's, Mingus. let's talk about that one. I... Don't know what to do with that. That sounds like a, a fucking euphemism for a penis for some reason. Yeah, like the other ones, like like what, what got, is you mingus? Got, you got noodles and tater. Like those are like a little like what you would name a dog, but you wouldn't name a dog mingus. You wouldn't name a human mingus. There was a there was a jazz dude whose last name was Mingus. Apparently, Charles, Charles mingus. mingus Jr. was an American jazz uh, double bassist, pianist, composer, and band leader. Mm. So it is the last name of a real, real human. And uh, I, so I guess Mingus is something. God damn it. It it sounds like, it sounds dirty. It sounds like offensive, maybe. Like it's going to be something bad. It sounds like they had 150 out of 151 dragons named. And they were like, well, we got one more. What are, what are we going to do? And the janitor just like turns around and shouts, Mingus! <laughs> That's exactly what it fucking sounds like. It, it does not sound well conceived. Now, is it a reference to the musician? May- maybe. Hopefully. It it sounds like Chungus. Or like, you know, like any number of other... Bing bong. Bungo. Any, anything that ends in us, like US, is not yeah. a great word. And I don't know. It's not... So he's a baby. Yeah. Can I search Mingus the Dragon yeah. and get like a, a picture of what he looks like? Is he cute? I, I would imagine. Mingus the dragon. 
Now, this is a lot of images that I did not expect to see. Okay, but you got Spyro Part 17 right there. So you got some, now, this some is thumbnail some... of... Oh, no, I think no, here there we go. Right There's here, there he is. Right so this there. is from uh, the original games, because I, I can tell because of the polygons. And he is a um, golden-colored dragon, yeah. and he has some horns, and his name is Mingus. <laughs> So as as for the probably sixth time going back to the original uh, polygon thing, I think me and you talked about this before. From this picture, you can see Sparks has a lot of that mouth way too wide stuff going on. Yeah. No, okay. So all of all of the characters, <laughs> not Spyro, but for the most part, all of the characters in the original series have too wide of a mouth and too flappy of a mouth. We're talking South Park Canadians. Yes. Like just. Real wide and real flappy, and their heads don't make sense. We're talking. We have this on Hunter. I don't know. Money if it was bags, on. Alora, oh my God. Ripto, yes. Crush, the Professor, your Dragonfly, all of, the, all of the the Portal people. In this photo, I say photo like this is a fucking photograph of reality. In this screenshot, your Dragonfly has a mouth that goes back so far. If he were a human, it would go be back past his ears his head would just be connected by like the 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 two muscles and the spinal cord in the back of your neck that's it that's all that would touch yes yeah. he, he is he's a monstrosity and they did this a lot they did this a lot in the original yeah. games they did improve upon it in the reignited trilogy like yes. they they fixed that people's heads were you know broken awful just fundamentally broken um so yeah we got mingus now is he an item no is the egg he came in an item Yes, you ob- egg is an you item. You never truly obtain it, but it is something you work for throughout the quest. Yeah, no, the the egg is an item. As soon as he hatches out, now he's his own thing. You can't own him. That would be slavery. But yes. the item was the egg. Mm-hmm. Are the eggs like custom colored for each person? No, same egg model for everything. The dragons are all Sucks. different. Some are more mm-hmm. skinny with little heads. He looks like he has buck teeth, Mingus. I think that might just be a lighting error, but we'll, <laughs> yeah, that's, we'll say. That's, that's <laughs> kind of what I was thinking, is that maybe this is just a broken 3D model. But like the way he looks, he looks like he has little buck teeth. And that's probably not right, because polygons back in the day, wow, they just were everywhere. And they yeah. didn't make a lot of sense. No. What is our next item on our list? I'd say it's the most prevalent item in Spyro. Probably, yeah. It, it, is a, it is a classic item. It is a currency item, which is, you know, usually pretty prevalent. Yeah. And we are talking about gems. This is an in-game currency item. You get them in all of the games. They come in different colors. Each color equates to a different value of gems that you get. In the original series, they were all the same shape. Apparently, Reunited changed them to be custom shapes per gem color. Yeah, so which is in, nice. the, the, in Spyro the Dragon, the first game, they were all the same model but different color in that one and then in the second and third one they changed the shape as well as the color to be something else yeah so these are basically just money to the dragons dragons the dragons use gems as a form of currency and the main thing you do with these is now if i'm not i'm not sure exactly what you do with them other than pay money bags is that that the main thing you do with these things is pay money bags now we we joke about money bags a lot in our real lives, not on this podcast. We we just in real life talk about money bags slightly too much. He's a bear and he just takes all your cash and yeah. he gives you like slight improvements to your life. He's like, "You want me to open this door?" And you're like, "Yes, please." And he's like, "Give me all your money." And you're like, "Okay." And sure. then he opens the door. That's it. He does shit like minor shit for you, and he is just a very rich bear. So now the 
first and second game. You're paying money bags all this money, but there's the super bonus levels at the end of all the games where you have to have collected all of the like all you have to unleash all the dra- unlock all the dragons and collect all the money in the first one. You got to collect all the orbs and all the money in the second one. You got to collect all the eggs and all the money in the third one. Now, when you finish the game, it just resets your your currency counter to how much you actually got throughout the game, but your currency goes down every time you pay money bags. But in the third one, what they did is after you beat the game and you're in the main hub world, uh, the or sorry, the third main hub world, the like final one where it has the last set of portals, you see money bags there, and he's like, "Well, I'm just gonna take all this money you gave me and go retire to somewhere else and like sell products." And you're like, "Nope!" And you chase him around in a circle, oh, flaming and dashing, I him, and all this. his money just falls out of him. And then he's like. Well, now I'm broke. I'm just going to go back and try to swindle some more money, I guess. So you get your revenge, finally, on Moneybags. Yeah, no, he was a dick. I mean, that was that was the whole point, mm-hmm. you know, is that he was, uh, he's like capitalism incarnate, and, uh, you know, eventually you fuck him up mm-hmm. for it. And that's, that's fair. That's absolutely fair. He's a, he's a bad man, and the whole point of gems, the item, is pretty much just paying him. Mm-hmm. And that's unfortunate. Uh, I have a folder on my computer, just to be clear. I'm pretty sure I've got a folder in one of my folders called Money Bags. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, Money Bags. In my my folder. I have have just three images of Money Bags that I keep on hand, just in case I need them. They've been here this whole time. I I like that you don't let those get lost and intermingled with the rest of your photos, even no, 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 if they're I bullshit a... photos. These are very separate photos. I made a folder for these, it's and like... I named the folder money bags so I can quickly get back to these photos of money bags in case I need them for something. It's like keeping your copy of Shrek on a its own partition on your hard drive. Yeah, this is my fucking money bags partition. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't talk to me. Don't I got look at three. That. I got three images on it. I don't have any of the new money bags. I should probably update this. Yeah. But uh, you know, this is uh, this is my private collection. <laughs> so, speaking back to gems, one of the the things I wanted to talk about, which was cool but also game breaking, I feel like to somebody coming to the series at the reunited or reignited um, remaster is. In the original trilogy, you just had to walk around and find all the gems. And if you missed one, you have to go through the whole level and look in all the corners and shit until you find it. In the Reignited trilogy, what they did is if you clicked the left analog stick in, sparks would, like, point in the direction of where the treasure you had missed. Oh, shit! So, like, me running back through it and already having had beat all the content and, like, having one or two gems left on a level and instead of wasting the time to go back through and find it because I'd already done it before, it was nice to just be like, oh, there it is, okay, now I have 100% in the game, good. But somebody coming to it, that takes out, like, a good chunk of the challenge of what the game actually was for the original game. It's totally fair, yeah. Now, my question, though, is that, like, was that legitimate challenge or shitty challenge? And I think that when it comes to video games, a lot of times challenge in video games is just shitty challenge. And not being able to find something because you missed it and have to do the whole level again and it's like in one corner somewhere, it's not great. It's not like well-conceived challenge, like a well-put-together puzzle. It's just kind of like lazy. I'll I'll agree in that fact, except for the fact of that the, the way that they put the treasure wasn't like absurdly hard it wasn't like you have to go and find it in this little corner oh somewhere. so if, if you fucked up you fucked up because exactly you paying attention. it's it's 
it was a reason to take in the environment and like actually look at what's around and try to find like different paths to go different ways. The game was extremely linear, but there was some like little hidden stuff and it was just like find the way to get to the hidden stuff. The one thing I found it most useful for was in the third game, you have to you end up playing as like other characters for certain mission areas. And you play as a kangaroo for these set of mission areas. And some of the, like, where the spots where the treasure is hidden is, like, you have to super jump up a wall and then, like, kick in a, like, slightly cracked part of the rock wall. And they're almost impossible to see unless you're specifically looking for them. So, like, instead of trying to find every single one of those and make sure I got them when I was in those levels. I just finished it with the the treasure I could see and find and then hit the button and just walked back to the start and kicked and, it And, and used that, that yeah. thing, yeah. So that's, yeah, no, honestly, probably an improvement. Yeah, if you're coming back to it now, like, you're going to lose some of the, you know, time sink that ultimately led you to those places in the mm-hmm. first place. And, like... Honestly, I like games that make you sink in time sometimes. Yeah. Like, to, like, find shit. Don't just give it all away up front. But, you know, in modern gaming, we expect a certain level of sophistication. And some of that is that, like, it tells you where the shit you missed is. And, like, one of the you know, it's it's a mixed bag. It's good and it's bad. I, I see both sides of that. Real quick, last thing before we jump on to our last item. I actually just watched a video game donkey video, like... Four days ago, that was his part two to difficulty in video games, and he was talking about how, like, original video games are, like, kick you back to the start if you died, and, like, there's all this hard shit, and, like, some of them are basically impossible, like, 75% of NES games, or, uh, yeah, NES games are just, like, not completable. They're just so broken that you can't even do it, and the highest rated game this year is Red Dead Redemption 2, which aims your gun for you walks your horse for you, and basically tells you how to play the whole game. People like a cool game, but they also don't like to have to sink so many hours just figuring out where to go next that they lose interest. Yeah, it's one of those things where there's something to be said for both sides of that, where, like, on one hand, a game that is very, very challenging and doesn't tell you where to go can be rewarding in the end, but as a general rule, a game that gets a lot of that bullshit out of the way for you and lets you focus on the cool shit like the story and some of the cool mechanics like Red Dead Redemption 2 also tends to do very well. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, maybe maybe there are different types of games for different types of people. And like, yeah. that's just kind of how it goes. I think that's ultimately what it is. Now there's good and bad games, objectively. But then, you know... I haven't played Red Dead Redemption 2. I don't have a fucking console. Right. It looks good. I don't know if it looks like my favorite game ever, though, but it looks adequate. But yeah, it aims your gun for you. It does a lot for you. And then it also, on the other hand, does a lot of shit stupid for you. Oh, absolutely. Have you heard how the hunting works in that? I don't even want to talk about all the little bullshits, because that is such a huge game. I've heard the whole hunting concept is like, you must study the animal, then only shoot the good parts of the animal, and if you're lucky, you get the good pelts, otherwise you're fucked. Yeah. And it's like, why would they make that the complicated part? Of all the things you could make intricate, why why that? Yeah. And I don't know, video games are weird. We're, yeah. we're segueing off of our whole Spyro Getting thing. Getting a little existential we, we, we got We got some opinions on this, like, Spyro remastering <laughs> shit and, like, the complexities of video game, like, challenge versus, you know, ease of use for new players. It's, I think it's a the, whole thing. The biggest reason of that is we're actually seeing games doing something right. Finally, it's not everything doing something wrong, like Sonic Mania, 
the new Spider-Man, the Spyro remasters, they're all original concepts that were updated in a way that made them better but held the essence of the original games. Yeah, and that's what you want to see, mm-hmm. and we're seeing that now. We're also seeing games that refine concepts great or poorly. We're, we're just seeing a lot of shit right now. Video games are cool. Yes. I, lo- I love video games. That's why we're here. Let's talk about more items before we run out of time on our podcast. <laughs> we're getting super meta I, here. I think our, our main point is the Spyro remasters were well done. Yes. That's kind of what we're getting at. Good um, job, Activision. Next, next item. The one-up chests. Everybody yes. knows them. Everybody loves them. I kind of forgot about them when you, you called them eyeball <laughs> chests because I was like, what the fuck chest has an eyeball? But let me tell you guys, these chests have eyeballs. They, they do have eyeballs. There are eyeballs up in there. So they are one-up chests. They're a special kind of container that appear in only Spyro the Dragon. They uh, have like purpley kind of scales on the outside. They look kind of like an egg, but they got a split in the middle where it comes open. And uh, right in the front, like like how a, a clam comes out of a clam shell, there's a little like half circle hole with uh, eyeballs coming out of it. Yeah, there are eyeballs up in there. Now we said, if he's meant to be a mimic, no, because you just pick them up and they give you life. So not really, but they do kind of have that mimic look to them a little bit. My So my, my question about them is what's in them? What are they? Because in the original game, you have a chest with some eyeball, like a black inside, like a shadow you can't see in there inside, and just some white eyes sticking out. You get to the Reunited Trilogy, you have eyeballs, and there's little hands. Hands! The fucking hands, yes. right? Like, so, what the fuck? There's something fucking in there. It's a, it's a whole thing. There's a timid creature in there that just wants to hide and make sure no one's gonna get it, and you smash it, murder it, and take its soul. Yes. Now, why why does the chest give you a one-up? You're stealing its soul. Obviously, this is a soul-stealing situation. There was a living thing in there, you have murdered it and obtained its essence. It is... Immoral? Firstly, Spyro is a murderer. He's a bad dragon. He's a murderer. I shouldn't have said bad dragon. Those words are that order. Oh, no. Um, but he, he kills people. That's what I'm saying. And the other thing, if it's a chest and there's a creature inside, you get the one up in the form of a dragon statue. So essentially, you're just opening up the chest, pulling the dragon statue out, and you could just close the chest and leave the little dude alone. No, you have to murder it. Yeah, so I'm guessing it's a dragon-like sculpture with the ability to hold a soul inside of it, and you murder this thing next to it so that it takes the soul, and then you hold the, the dragon, and I guess smash it in your mouth when you want to use it. You, you, you chop it when you want to use it, the dragon statues? I, he, we've gone over, he doesn't have hands, so we ain't putting it anywhere. You know, he's, he's doing nothing with it but putting it in his mouth. The mouth is the only thing Spyro can do, is mouth-based yes. activities. So yes, he's eating it. He's killing something for these one-ups. Like, they didn't need to make it this way. The one-ups could have been literally fucking anything, but they made it so that Spyro murders for the one-up. And I, I think that's a soul-based, you know, fucking currency. They, they kinda, Lives or souls. They got, they got a little bit of that, like, semi-immoral murder going on because, like, you've got all these, like, mischievous, evil, smirk-looking enemies that you fight. And then when they hurt you too bad, you just go flame innocent sheep or really cute, like, little dolphin men and shit, and then take butterflies out of them. I don't want to have to kill the fodder. 
They're so cute. Yeah, the, the fodder's all cute. Spyro is draining the souls <laughs> of things <laughs> to use as power. There's a whole thing here. I, I think that they're, that, you know, they didn't design this game to be examined this closely. <laughs> it was like, oh, ha ha, you, you, you breathe fire on the sheep and then you get a little butterfly. Butterflies are cute. Your dragonfly eats it. Dragonflies are cute. You're a dragon who's also very cute. Like, it's yeah. all cute. But it's like, what are you really doing? You're killing a sheep. Yeah. Its soul is a fucking butterfly that your dragonfly eats to give you power. Like, yeah. you are consuming souls. Guaranteed, this is a soul consumption game. Might yeah. as well be called Dark Souls. <laughs> Spyro is essentially Dark Souls is what I'm saying. So are That's you saying I'm going with this. that the ancient dragon in Dark Souls 2 is actually Spyro? Because let me tell you, he he has some, some, some similarities. He looks like he's got those, like, Dog leg Dog legs? posture. <laughs> Look, without any more information from you, I can tell you, yes, that is what I am saying. I am saying that to you. He's Spyro the dragon. Spyro eventually, you know, he, oh my god, he does kind of look like Spyro, but right? darker. Yeah. He's Spyro, but darker and more melancholy for Dark Souls. Yep, no, he, Spyro graduates to Dark Souls because he, he's engaging in soul-based fucking currency, and, uh, you know, he, he just moves on to that world. Now... Let me say this. We've been talking for too long. We have to end this podcast right now. Yes. So let's let's just abruptly segue into our outro. Um, <laughs> you know, we're we're all over the place, but it's been a Spyro episode. We love dragons. We love video games. Um, we need to talk about um, social media. Social media. We know you're out there, friends. We know we you're listening. We see you to listening. Us. We're watching. We, you. we we have statistics on who's listening. We know someone's listening. We know at least. Several people are listening. You Who are could you? you could tweet at us. You could you know hit us up. We'll we'll talk to you. We're we don't have very many people talking to us in general. We would be very enthused if someone said something to us. Make the first move in this relationship. We need someone else. It, is this Bumble? This is like a Bumble situation yes. where like the lady needs to make the yeah, first come move. Come on, ladies. We're the, we're the men. We're you're the ladies. We need someone else to make that first move. Um. So please hit us up. We are at itemgetpodcast.com. We are itemgetpodcast on. Instagram, on Twitter, we have a Facebook thing, you can hit like on it, I don't know why you would do that, but you could. You can we do have that, a we Discord. have the options. You guys know what Discord is? It's like a chat program, you could just come in and chat with us, and we would chat with you. Yeah. We don't have anything else going on, do we sound like we have anything else going on? I mean, besides being extremely busy, but I can I can talk on a Discord but, while being busy, I yeah, can't no, I'm like, Yeah, when I'm at work and I'm like, ah, I gotta do work shit, I'm like, oh, I can do this fucking... Discord shit. I can't record a podcast on that work, you know. But I can Discord anyone anytime. So that's our uh, that's our social media. Um, let's do our classic shout out. Um, Guinea Pig is the guy who made our theme song. It's, it's good. Everyone loves it. You love it. He has music <laughs> everywhere. You don't have opinions. We have opinions, and you love it. If you don't love it, why are you here? <laughs> It was the first, like, 30 seconds of the fucking podcast. You you persevered through it. Therefore, you, you, like, it. you, you like it at least a little bit. You should check out what else he does. Um, you can find him on the, you know, Spotify, Napster, iTunes, all, everything, everywhere. Google it. Um, and now let's make up some items yes. as we do. So for this one, I think we should do an item to make up and a name for one of the dragon eggs. 
Oh, I like it. Yeah. I love this. All, All right. right, let's do it. You, you, you go ahead. I go first. Okay. So my item of makeup, uh, you know how in Dark Souls you can get a, a dragon head that you put on your head that makes you like look like a dragon? I don't think you put it on your head. I think your head just becomes a dragon. Okay, great. It's that, but in Spyro. So like, you're already a dragon. So this is just, this is getting really, really, really weird. It's getting real weird real fast. So you're, you're Spyro. You're a purple dragon. You put a dragon head on your head and you become a, like, it's like bigger? <laughs> it's like not proportionate to your body, but you become it. And it so doesn't wear like off the, until you die, it's as, like as the, it does in Dark Souls. It's like the man mask from, from Fallout 76, our last episode. Yeah, no, it's, it's like an oversized version of your normal head on your head already. And you're just, you're just dealing with that. And uh, for Spyro, it makes him maybe slightly more powerful, but he can't take it off. He can never take it off. See, I like it if it if they did, like, you know how in, in like, PS2 games they would have, like, developer head skin. I like Spyro <laughs> with just a human head on him. That's nasty as hell, dude. I like it. I like what you just like, said to me. Just, it goes body purple purple, neck just cuts immediately to flesh color, and it's just some, like, white dad bod head on it. His name is Brad. Yes. He has two kids, he has a wife, yeah. he, he lives in the suburbs. <laughs> Alright, so my, my head was a, what did I say, a dragon head for Spyro? I don't, I don't give a shit. Now my, my, my name for a, a dragon child in an egg, this egg hatches, a little baby pops out, you know, there's a little dragon who shows up here, and his name is Slinkus. <laughs> I'm keeping the U.S. on the I end. I like, like the U.S. Like, like, whatever the guy's name was, Chungus, it wasn't Chungus, it was uh, Mingus. Mingus. <laughs> it's like Mingus. Interchangeable. It's a... Honestly, the us at the end. But he's, uh, he's Slingus because he's like a Slinky. His okay. body his body is broken permanently because he's made of several coils of aluminum. And right. he, he can do, you know, <clears throat> Slinky stuff. Yeah. Which is to say, get tangled upon himself and die. But, uh, you know, he's a dragon that can do that. So that's very cool. Yeah. It's very cool. So my item that I have actually replaces a mechanic in in the game. Oh, so this is thoughtful. Yes. So right, you, know, you know, you know, you know, you got you got your regular charge where you just dash, and he's got those like regular galloping feet. Mm -hmm. But then mm -hmm. in the original game, you go through the like dash power up poles. Oh yeah, yeah. And then he's got the like spinning running feet. Yes, yes. It's like that. Except he doesn't have back feet. It's like the the dog carts with dogs with no back legs. <laughs> you made a handicapped dog. Yep. Item for Spyro. Yep. <laughs> when he he mistakes those poles for a dash power up when they're actually a guillotine, and he barely gets out of the way, and it cuts off his back legs, and then he has a handy dog cart. <laughs> that also lasts the rest of the game. Oh, I should be clear. Who is surgically fixing his amputation? So he's just getting sewn up at the halfway point. Someone's putting a little dog wheelchair on his back feet. I think Hunter just walks by and go, eh, this'll do. Hunter would say that. Shoves him in a Hunter, cart. Hunter, to be clear, Hunter is high as hell. The oh, every Dude, every second. He is he is just fucking gone. That he that is guy awful. just he's not he's not here. Okay, so what's your dragon name? <laughs> <laughs> your little egg. You got a little name for him, right? What's what's hmm. his name? Uh, I think he's gonna be like a a a proper businessman, and he's he's in a a, a long line of coli's. He's, he's gonna be E. Coli. <laughs> you just named the dragon E. coli. Great. <laughs> what's the E stand for, Mike? E. 
<laughs> like when people when people name their kids TJ, like not Thomas Jackson, they name their kid TJ. Oh my god! So his name is literally E. Is it like when you elongate? Is it like three E's in a row? Like E. No, it's just one. Just one. All right, great. We got it. We nailed it. E. Coli the dragon. E. Coli and what, what was yours? Chungus? Mingus? No, 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 mine was... Slunkus. Slinkus. 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 Like, he's like a slinky, but a dragon. He's he's made of metal, and he's coiled. It's important. Mine's made of dirt. Yeah, that's about right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck oh it. Fuck God. it. I'm done, dude. I'm done.